Well, Ulysses, the Tampa Bay Rays took two of four against the New York Yankees, otherwise splitting the series against the Yankees on the road. Some good news and some bad news we learned over the course of this series. Yes, so there are a lot to cover in these next 30 minutes, so let's get going right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. And give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays as well. Uh, you can also email us anytime with a mailbag question, comment, concern, or hot take. LockedOnRays at gmail.com. All right, Ulysses, let's get right into it. Our takeaways and observations from a weekend that was, what do you got? I I cannot understate nor overstate. It's like such a sweet spot right now, what Taylor Walsh is doing offensively. I mean, this guy just keeps impressing me, man. Yeah. It's, it, it's it's something to behold right now because he has done, I even put in on, on Twitter, you know, the the Taylor Walls character arc is, is Looney Tunes because you would have never thought this is exactly what we would be getting. This, this is his slash line right now, including yesterday's game. 281. 373 on base, 583 slug, a 167 WRC plus. 167. Yeah. In his whole 22 and 2022 season, he was at 66 WRC plus. 167. What he's doing is fantastic. Seven stolen bags, seven home runs. This is a guy, Kevin, that could be a 15-15. This yeah. season, if everything just keeps kind of like going all right for him uh, and doesn't hit a a, a, a very big drought um, coming up. So uh, for me, this is the biggest takeaway um, so far. Uh, positively, we can speak about other things because other things went right. Other things went wrong. But I just really wanted to highlight Taylor Wallace's offensive production because um, just like you have to spotlight when players are not doing well. Um, and we've done that plenty with Taylor Walls' offensive struggles in 2022 with facts and with numbers. Well, the facts and numbers say that Taylor Walls is right now one of the best hitters, not only on the team, but what he can do defensively too. This guy is one of the best players in the league right now. And with his legs, let's not forget that. Um, he has really transformed himself especially offensively and left side of the plate, right side of the plate. He's doing it from both angles. And he was very close to having a multi-homer game yesterday, if I recall. But of course, the Grand Slam. We already thought this year we had the Taylor Walls game, the historic game that he'll yeah. never repeat or replicate. But I'm willing to eat my words on that. I, I, I want to see what happens for the next 120 games or so with Taylor Walls. And I know it's cliche to say going into the offseason, there's always the, the storylines of this guy's in the best shape ever. He's remade his swing. He's remade his stance. But in a sense, 
I guess it's working for Taylor Wall. Some minor adjustments to his stance and being a little bit more flat and direct to pitches up in the zone. We remember last year, um, I mean, he has a great approach at the plate, can work a count. He's a tough out, but yeah, um, he just and he could spoil pitches, but when he had his pitch to hit, he just wouldn't capitalize. Certainly, he's capitalizing on that this year, especially with the fastball. I mean, 95, 96, 97. It seems like not just Taylor Walls, but a lot of guys, they're on time, if not early, to just incredibly high velocity. Um, yeah. So that's something to watch and, and focus on going forward. But um, it's really great to see what he's able to do. And I don't know. Look, I don't look at batting orders every single day, but um, has he always been sixth in the batting order? It seems like the Rays are kind of slowly, methodically moving him on up. Um, he's been lower. Yeah. yeah, he's been lower in the lineup. And and so I, I think they've tinkered with with him, um, but they won't tinker with Brendan Lau, people. Um, but that's another story. Uh, yeah. But no, Taylor Walls. Yeah, I think he I think six is the, the highest he's been, I, if I'm not. Uh, remembering correctly but no again uh, the good observation there with the, with the fastball uh, i know he worked on the offseason with explosiveness uh, right. in the lower half and and it does show but man the the, the offensive production nobody would have nobody would have called for this i mean th this is this is ridiculous and i think the other thing too not to knock on taylor walls but Right now, presently, there's so many other guys in the lineup that pitchers have to worry about and are focused on that Taylor Walls is kind of fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth fiddle when you're talking about Randy and Yandy yeah. and Wander and B Lau when he's hot and Beth and Court. I mean, we can just go Josh Lowe, we can just go up and down the list. And it's like, well, man, now Taylor Walls is going to beat us. What's going on here? So, exactly. It's really good to see what he's been able to do for sure. Exactly. If you're if you're hot, but if the whole team is hot, you you're probably not going to get the spotlight if you're Taylor Walls. So yeah, I can see that being a, a positive for him. But yeah, I also I, I do have another takeaway. Okay. And this one might not be as positive, but I thought I should say it anyway. During the New York series, I basically went through the box course and used my handy dandy Excel spreadsheet and did some filtering here. Okay. I want to just do a comparison. Uh, between starters and relievers, uh, the starters went 10 innings. And by starters, I only mean these two, McClanahan and um, Eflin. I did not include Fleming on this. Uh, so starters, 10 innings, 12 hits allowed, 8 runs, 5 walks, 12 punchies, 4 home runs. So the result of that was, ew. Okay? Yeah. Not not great for, for the starters. Now, relievers, 17 innings. 21 hits, 16 runs, 7 walks, 12 punches, 5 home runs. That's so worse. Double you? Triple you? I mean, yeah, that's that's even you with a side of you for yeah. dessert you. Um, pitching, not great this series. Not great. And I know the, the people that always have to say everything positive about the race because that's another word, that's another form of toxicity. Um, no, you have to say the good things and the bad things. Yeah. The bad thing is the team didn't pitch as, as, as they were able to, and they'll be the first ones to say it. Jason yeah. Adam will tell you that he should not have given up that bomb. McClanahan should tell you that he should not go walk, bomb, walk, bomb. He knows this. Eflin did, a, I think, a solid job. 
But allowing what was it four runs in six innings is not also like you know what 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 should be expected yeah. from right now. Is he your number two? By the way, is Zach Effling your number two, Kevin? Well, he's a $40 million man, and injuries upon injuries upon injuries will maybe lead to that, which that's my takeaway, by the way. And, yeah, I'm glad you you brought up the, the pitching end of things, and we'll get more into that. But it is really disappointing where I know leading into the series of the four-gamer versus the Yankees, we had said, hey, just split. That's all we're asking for. And, yeah. yes, that is true. But, you know, when you're up uh, 6 nothing, you expect to, you know, in the later – portions end of a game you expect to be able to close that out and handle that and was that karma of course that didn't happen was that karma because it happened to cole too possibly yeah and look i mean the the yankees are a different team when they have aaron judge in the lineup yeah it yeah. just makes everything so much better and thicker for them and i think also um you have a lot of relievers uh, on the roster that maybe weren't quite ready or prepared for the moment of pitching at Yankee Stadium in front of 40, 42,000 fans on Mother's Day weekend? Well, you know, I mean, look, I I, I know Javi Guerra has the stuff, and I've, I've joked around on Twitter uh, doing the GIF. You remember Major League when he's um, Charlie Sheen is, like, throwing the bullpen, but he's, like, hitting the the cardboard batter. Oh yeah. I mean that that's of course I remember everything about that movie because it is an instant classic and should be revered as such. <laughs> exactly. Well, that give that's that's Javi Guerra. Yeah, you can see the stuff, but I mean you, you you have no idea where it's going and you're walking guys all over the time all over town. So he was He's like a nineteen year old Dominican in uh in complex league. You might I mean any Romero uh you know syndrome, the ERS you have the ERS. You've got the stuff, but can you command or control it, whatever you want? Um, and and that's definitely not been the case with Javi. He gets DFA'd, but he before he gets DFA'd, uh, he didn't have such a great weekend. I know that the, the last outing was a third, only a hit, allowed a walk and a strikeout. But I just, you know, the bullpen needs help. And I know we can say Pete Fairbanks is coming back on Tuesday, which is so, so good. That is fantastic news. Diekman. He showed good stuff, a really nice clean inning. So hopefully we can see more from, from him. But if you've been watching race baseball for, I'm going to just be nice and say the last 10 years, there's no way that with a straight face, you can tell me this is the best bullpen that they've had. Nope. There's no way. There's no way. I don't even think it's top three to be quite honest right now. And it's struggling. And I know the off days are an issue. Of course it is. But all of these guys can do better than they're doing. I, I, I'm, I'm happy about Beaks. It was nice to get two winnings yeah. from Beaks kind of uh, uh, showing up what he can do. But overall, I know they're, they've been tired. But th I don't think right now this this semblance of the bullpen you it screams World Series. Uh, winner right now no it might scream first round playoff exit if it stays this way and the rays have a lot of prospects at their disposal and there might be a uh, there might be a point where you have to maybe trade some of that equity to acquire a bullpen arm or two maybe a starting pitching arm or two we'll get into that as well but first we have to tell you about this for a championship team 
It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, Confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win with the right parts uh, when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Speaking on this series for another second, um, you brought up the bullpen, and we have to be honest, the offense, I don't see how this can be sustainable for the entirety of the season. So at some point, the pitching staff is going to have to bail out or assist the offense. It can't be a one-way street where it's offense carrying the team for the entirety of the season. You're on mute, sir. Wait, so you don't think I didn't want to disrupt you during the eBay Motors one. Um, you don't think that eight players can have higher than 900 OPS that you don't think that's sustainable, Kevin? You I, I don't are think such... that's sustainable, nor do I think those eight, nine players you, can stay healthy for 162. You are such a hater. You're always looking at the negatives. Oh, my God. Why can't you be positive? Well, you know what, people? It's because we've seen enough baseball to be realistic. Yeah. I mean, you got to live in the real world. You got to step away from your, your spreadsheets that tell you, well, you know, the X Wobbit's going to be, you know, fantastic for all these players. Like, yeah, that's great. Go play Stratomatic. This is real life where these human beings can have anxiety issues and they have to take, uh, you know, some time away. They, they, they might have back pain and they need to step away. They might have an oblique issue and then might, might not be able to run as well. I mean, is anybody going to talk about how Wander Franco didn't look like he was running all the way during the weekend? We're not going to talk about it. Cool. I'm not going to talk about it either because I don't want to put it out in the ether. So that's all yeah. we'll say about that. Like these guys are human beings. So, yeah, I am. I am with you. That's why the Taylor Walls thing needs to be celebrated right now. Taylor, Taylor Walls needs to be celebrated by race fandom because he's doing fantastic things with the bat, which is completely coming out of nowhere and so yeah he should be celebrated but sh you should also know hey this is kind of it seems like an outlier seems like an aberration from everything that we've seen from him in major league baseball so take it with a grain of salt um these results yeah. are not going to be there all the time however pitching and defense is the structure of this organization so if the if if i know it was one game but just bear with me if mcclanahan is not going to be able to get through five clean you know and, and and do that against a division rival a division rival that's last by the way yeah okay um and the bullpen can't hold i mean you know we all know why mcclanahan was there those extra three four batters right we're we're all conscious of the fact that kevin cash was like I can't bring my bullpen this early. <laughs> like, there's no way in hell I, yeah. I can I can do this, this in 2020. Game. Yeah, I I, I I gotta die with my horse out there. And guess what? He did it again with Eflin. Like, dude, you gotta give me six. There is no you gotta give me six. And yeah. he's going to have to continue to do that because we learned over the course of this weekend that Drew Rasmussen is out for at least two months with a flexor strain. 
talk about a gut punch or as you like to say a hit right to the plums i mean that yeah. was a, spe- a day after an amazing performance of what seven innings and 76 pinches uh 76 pitches seven yeah. punches like it wasn't he wasn't straining then to get through his outing. Then a day later, we learn the terrible, awful news. So, yeah, Rasmussen is gone, maybe for the entirety of the season. We don't know. Jeffrey Springs is definitely gone for the entirety of the season. Tyler Glass now, he's definitely not going to be up by mid-May, whenever your timeline is for that. So the pitching staff uh, is battered and tattered. And I hate to be the guy that told you so, um, but well, we we were both kind of that that way leading into the season of the Rays one through five, best they've ever had. Sure, yeah, on paper, but let's wait until the games count and the season starts and see how healthy these guys are. And one of my biggest concerns for both Drew Rasmussen and Jeffrey Springs was the workload increase, the exponential increase from 2020 to 2021 to 2022 and see what they do in 2023 and lo and behold they're getting hurt very early on in the season when you have a reliever go from 40 innings to 140 innings and another go from 75 innings to 140 innings i i feel like that's a, a difficult task and an ask for a pitcher moreover and neil solant has kind of banged the drum on this is the pitch clock and the recovery time in between pitches could be in effect as well. Instead of having really unlimited time, as much time as you want between pitches, you have, you know, 15, 20 seconds. And it's just like doing uh, reps when you're you're lifting weights. I mean, think about lifting heavy weights and then having to constrain your time. It's, it's not going to be easy on you. No. In addition to the fact that these pitchers are learning all these different pitches and they're going max out with velocity and and doing these sweepers and sliders. It's it's not going to help you um, as far as the the health factor either. So um, that's concerning. And on top of that, cherry on top on the offensive side of things, um, Yandy Diaz. We don't know the prognosis of him with his groin issue after slipping on third base, and you lose him for an extended period of time. That's unfortunate because uh, he's only playing like the best hitter in the American League right now. Yeah, he's only uh, the guy that could win the MVP. So legitimately, that's- <laughs> like that's not a that's not a joke. That's not hyperbole. No. He is on pace to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, the only guy that could stop him right now would be Shohei Otani or Wander Franco. Who, <laughs> oh, by the way, we've already talked about the Wander thing, so let's not put it out there anymore. Um, no, it. This is the the injuries, man. I mean, they're gonna pile up, and we. I know that sometimes we can be. I think for some people, oh man, uh, they're 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 so negative, which I don't think we are. I think we're just more realist, and we're not going to just put you know rainbows and and unicorns on everything. Uh, you know, again, the whole thing about the off season, and I, you, you, I've I've talked about this endlessly. I hate it. I hate the whole thing on anti-social media that people just put the five stars and be like, this is the best rotation ever. It's like, yeah. have you not watched baseball? Like, I just feel like I've, I, I, like offended. enough. It's like an affront about the, just this ignorance takes, ignorant takes off baseball just by putting five stars. Like, that's not what a championship team is built on. 
Okay, you show me the next seven dudes. Yeah, and, and that that are going to to step up when all of those guys are gonna hit the IL, especially if you're in the Rays organization. Okay, if you're in the Rays organization, your pitchers are gonna get hurt. Like that's just a reality. Why? Because they are they're going to be taking more risks than a lot of other teams. Yes. And by risks, I mean, yeah, you take Drew Russmussen with two Tommy Johnson, say, hey, go from a reliever to a to a starter, and let's see what happens. That's a risk. Not a lot of other teams would do that. Um, so then you have to add that into the mix of of why race pitchers usually get hurt more than others. And by the way, all of the things that you said are completely true on why they're getting hurt or why they're probably getting hurt. Yeah. And also, what are they doing? They're doing something unnatural. The pitching motion is already unnatural as it is. Right. And then you put everything that you just said on top of that. So, yeah, man, it's it, it, it's been a lot with, with Rasmussen. Thank, th- uh, thankfully, Fairbanks is coming back. Um, Armstrong, I think, early June is the last I've heard of it. But, you know... I hope you're not banking on Sean Armstrong to be the hero of this roster. I mean, he should help in some shape or form, but he's not the uh, game changer. Sean Armstrong. It's not not, uh, Max Scherzer, you know, coming back or something. I don't know. Sean Armstrong is a nice piece, and I I think he did um, good things last year. And I think he is definitely a a major league type bullpen arm. That's – that that he's not a needle changer by any means if he is then this organization would be called the colorado rockies and not the tampa bay Rays. like yeah it, the colorado rockies would would love a guy like sean armstrong they'd be like oh our bullpen is so much better now it right. doesn't really move the needle that much when you're with the race like it it really doesn't and and i know it, people are like oh yeah well you're forgetting about andrew kittrich who's an all-star in 2021 yeah but he hasn't thrown a ball in a year and a half yeah. by the time that he comes back. So you're so really you're telling me you're banking on dudes that you haven't seen for a long time on the mound. And and then oh Colby White. Yeah, he was also hurt a long time. Yes. I, I I'm again, this team is super fun, has done amazing things, and I think those amazing things are going to keep going. But the flaw, the big big flaw that is spotlighted when you look at the offense, at the de- defense, at the base running, at the pitching staff. All eyes go towards the bullpen. Why? Because we, we've, we've been accustomed to having really good bullpens as race fans. And this is not a great bullpen right now. I mean, you look at everything between F4 and hard hit percentage and walk rate and strikeout rate. They're not all in, in, in the top 10, man. Yeah, not in top ten. Oh, you want to look at ERA? Okay, have your day. And if that's what makes a bullpen good in your idea, in your head, that a ERA makes a, a bullpen good, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. You know, you can have one blow up as a as a reliever, and it's going to chase you the whole damn season. So then, that's not really an effective way of looking at of a reliever, right? It's looking at an ERA. So now you're telling me that you're looking at a team ERA for a bullpen? <sighs> not good. Yeah. What's, I mean, it's good that the Rays bank so many wins early and got off to that amazing, what was it, 13 and 0 start? Yeah. Before they lost their first game. Because yeah. believe it or not, 
despite the Rays being 31 and 11 and having a historic start to 2023, uh, the Orioles are only four games back. And the Blue Jays are only six games back. Like things can change on a dime in very, very quickly. And I'll also say this. Um, it seemed to me that the Yankees absolutely definitely uh I don't know if I want to say fear the Rays, but they ensure that they bring their A game versus the Rays. There's a different level of intensity. I mean, oh, when yeah. DJ LeMay, who's, you know, making diving stops at third and clinic throughout that series, it was a, it was a good example of this is what baseball is about. The, the back and forth, the one run games, the, uh, the game-changing homers, the 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 amazing defensive plays. It's like that when the Rays come to town, the Yankees wake up. Seemingly, the never-ending comebacks as well. You know that, and no yeah. lead is safe. Six out of seven games they've played have been by one run. I mean, that's that's incredible. And you're 100 percent right. I think the, uh, I think Yankees respect what the Rays are doing. Even the fandom does. Um, and, and they're like, okay, this is a good barometer of how good we're doing. What worries me, and maybe I'm wrong on this. And if you think I'm wrong, please make sure to put it down in the comments. Or if, I, or if you think I'm right, hey, also give me props. But I do think uh, I was, and I, and I still believe this. If the Rays came out with a split in the series, that was a W. You yeah. keep things status quo. I saw so many... Yankee fans on into social media rejoicing, rejoicing the split, saying that's the way to go. And we prove that, they, that they're beatable. We we got this. So now I'm I'm now second guessing myself, Kevin. Like, if Yankee fans are really happy about a split, was the split kind of bad for the race? Uh, I think the way that this split happened, again, the one run games and the fact that uh, you had such an amazing lead uh, over the course of the weekend in one of those games and you let it go like this team should have taken three, but they only split it. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the way that I'd put it. I, I guess the, the both the, the both series have been so close that I can see the argument that both teams could have won both both series and that just tells you that they're close they're close in town they're 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 play each other well uh now the yankees are going to be playing four games against the jays while the Rays go uh to the other borough and play three against the mets so yeah divisionally speaking i i want them to beat up on each other the yankees and the jays split that crap yeah split those two nothing happens no 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 team wins uh this series, I think that would be terrific for the race. All right. We'll see what the Rays can do this week. They do have a needed and deserved off day before they face the underwhelming, underperforming New York Mets on Tuesday. And we'll preview uh, that series coming up in our next episode. Thank you all for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Be an everyday or listen to us every single day we appreciate that whether it's on youtube or traditional podcast whatever it may be uh 
it's very much uh, enjoyed by us. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.